Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And just to mention in today's video, we're gonna be covering at the back end of the video, a couple of stories that I released the other day, but not everyone got to see because I had to pull the video for a couple of reasons. So I've re-included the two stories in there as well at the very end. Timestamps are always in the description. So as always, feel free to use them if you'd like to. But today's first story comes from Hopeful Recover, who says X21 male is angry that I hooked up with someone three months after he dumped me, 21 female. I was in a relationship for almost two years during college, 21 months to be exact, and had made future plans on doing so many things together and spoke about marriage and children. I got dumped last summer, the same day I found out my grandfather passed away. An absolute shock on both ends because he wanted to focus on himself and distance was going to be difficult. He decided to go to a different continent for an internship and we wouldn't see each other for six months. Plus, I would graduate a year earlier than he was. Another reason for him taking this internship was because he messed up his semester by taking too many classes and getting high every day. I still loved him and was willing to forgive him if he asked to be together again when he came back. A month later, he messages me and tells me that another reason he broke up with me was because he caught feelings for some girl while we were together that he met once at some street fair. I was completely floored by this because this girl and him were just acquaintances and they never spoke to each other and then all of a sudden he decides to dump me because he thinks she could be the one. In the coming few weeks, he will tell me about how much he liked this girl and how he wanted to take her places and hoped she liked him back too and he had a feeling that she did. Fast forward to three months later where I'm in my last year of classes and I hooked up with a guy that we both knew. This guy was someone he had issues with and was insecure over as I had liked this guy before. Full disclosure, I lost all my feelings for him completely after a few months and did not have any romantic inclinations once my ex and I got together. X found out about it before I had the chance to speak to him about it and went ballistic, saying that I should have the courtesy to tell him about it and how could I have fucked the one guy he had issues with. Of course, looking back, it's been a year since this incident. I do agree that it was a mistake and I wish I never did it, but we were both drunk then and both were single. I wish I did say something to my ex sooner and just given him a heads up, but I did not and I accept that. X removed me from all social media accounts and we don't speak from September to February. X then comes back from his internship and I hear he hasn't pursued the girl he dumped me for. And on my birthday, someone brings his name up and I start full on crying because I realize I still miss him and love him. He hears and decides to meet me and start an on-off relationship. Feelings for that girl somewhat diminished but still has a small thing. Then he decides that there's another girl who he's been talking to and is a friend of his 
who he hasn't met in almost 10 years that he thinks might also be someone he could like. Needless to say, he and I would be fighting every other week because I still loved him and was willing to give him a chance after all that had happened. And I thought he loved me too. But he would still bring up how I hooked up with the other guy and guilted me into that being the state we were in. We decided to end our relationship in the summer. This past summer, we were driving to go somewhere. And this was my first time driving on a highway for a long period and I almost successfully made it to my destination. We get into a small fender bender, but thankfully all parties were okay. A month after the accident, which my family doesn't know happened, and I have not driven since, because every time I think I'm ready, I start feeling panicky. He messages me saying I should have been more careful while driving, even though the cop told both him and me it was the other person's fault, and I had done the right thing by breaking on time at the light. Still, I carried a lot of guilt from the accident and to hear someone say that maybe I would have realized how much someone was worth after they died got to me. And he decides to remove me from all social media accounts again and cuts off contact. I started drinking heavily every weekend and wasn't sure how to handle all the guilt that came from the accident as he is the last person I would want to get hurt in an accident. And I lost even more confidence in my driving and how we had ended. I considered therapy and still am, to cope over all of this. Fast forward to a few weeks ago when I get a message from him where he asks how I'm doing and makes small talk. He apologizes for the comment he made about the accident and said that it was not my fault and he shouldn't have handled it the way he did as this could have been our chance to strengthen our bond but he chose otherwise. He joined therapy for some of his issues too which I was happy about because he has someone to speak to and help him. We spoke here and there some more in messaging almost always except one time where I wished him for a holiday. He would say things like how he missed me and it felt so different for him to be in his last year of school while I wasn't there. I miss him too, but I wasn't sure what I could do because we weren't living in the same area anymore and he was applying for jobs all over the country. He also just fought with me so much and I just didn't think it made sense to feed into something that could end up hurting both of us again. Two days ago, he messages me and says some of the most nastiest things I've heard in my life. Said I was a hoe and a slut for screwing some guy that got in the way of our relationship. Even after I hooked up with said person after we broke up and wished I would die. He said I was a terrible person and had no idea how relationships worked. And he was the one guy who was everything for me. And I couldn't find anyone better. I didn't respond to him because I was on vacation, but he messaged me again the next day asking why I hadn't responded and how I wasn't brave enough to say anything or face my issues. Not true, as I am a pretty outspoken person and did not want to say something or else he would twist my words and continue arguing some more. I'm trying to be more mature, but he doesn't seem to like that. I've always told him that I regretted what I did and have apologized numerous times and I'm not sure what I can say at this point. I forgave him for how he broke up with me while I was grieving over a death and when he liked the girls, which took a long time. This time, however, I just said that I said whatever that needed to be said before and wished him well for his future. He blocked my number, so I don't think he got my message and has blocked me on Facebook as well. His brother removed me from social media too. Is all of this my fault? I have numerous friends who have told me he is acting immature over all that he has done to me but I still feel guilty that I didn't say anything when I hooked up with the guy. And I already know that I should have and wish I never did in the first place. Now to me straight away, this is an absolute no contact situation. 
I know it's easy for me to say, as I always say, when you're on the outside, but this guy seems like an absolute ass to you. You broke up. You don't have to apologize for nothing what you did afterwards. What you're doing is none of his concern at all. And for the horrible things he was saying afterwards, why would you want this person in your life? The guy is clearly playing with your feelings for you to even feel this way in the slightest. But we're going to cover some comments and we do have an update to this post. And we'll start off with Auntie Venom who says and quotes, I've told him that I regretted what I did and I've apologized numerous times and I'm not sure what I can say at this point. And says, you don't have to apologize to an ex for what you do once you're broken up. I don't understand why you're still in contact with a man who says he wishes you would die. I don't understand why you're feeling guilty for not notifying your ex that you did a totally normal thing people do when they break up. Why all the misplaced guilt? Nymphetamine says, why the ever living fuck are you still talking to this asshole? Pardon my vulgarity, but come on. There's no reason you should have any idea how he feels about anything you do. The only part of this that is your fault is not blocking his dumb ass three months ago. Stop being so nice to this garbage human. And one more from Tia Baby who says, no, no, and no, not your fault. This is emotional abuse along with verbal too. He broke up with you. When that happens, any right he had to stop you being with anyone else is relinquished. You did absolutely nothing wrong being with someone else three months after the split, when as far as you're concerned, he is moving on chasing other girls. He wants you as a backup and is treating you this way because he knows he can and you take it. He got antsy when you didn't reply to his nasty message because he wants to get that reaction from you. He needs to be blocked from your life. It will never have a positive effect on you or your life if you allow this to continue. So then OP did update their post, which says thank you to everyone who responded to my thread. It really meant a lot that you guys agreed that there wasn't something that was wrong on my end. I met a couple of friends this past weekend from college and found out that my ex has been going around telling people about the nasty things he texted me. He apparently wrote a rap song too about me. Should I feel honored or laugh at the time he wasted? I was really angry to begin with because I was still obviously hurt. But then I realized that this definitely would not have worked in the long term. And I'm glad he showed his true colors, even if it was almost two years into the relationship. I'm going to start therapy soon just to deal with how much emotional baggage he unloaded on me, as well as coping with my accident. Once again, thank you everyone for your support. And I can only wish OP the best and hopefully the therapy really helps them deal with that emotional baggage as they said and coping with their accident because it sounds like they might need it but there was a comment below that who said girl i ran into the ex-fiance 20 plus years ago after we broke up each of us were married 20 years and he had kids for fuck's sake he still had nothing to say to an adulteress aka i found someone to date after a full six months of refusing to see him or say anything to him crazy people be crazy obviously that was an unrelated story but someone saying you know they had a very similar experience holy moly but now i'm going to turn this one to you guys what do you guys make of this situation or do you advise to op let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story now our next story is from throwaway account who says planning to ghost him after finding out he's cheating on me Found out my boyfriend was cheating a few weeks ago. Been spiraling since. Literally only running off of vengeance and pure disgust. Got this weird gut feeling and checked his phone while he was asleep. Those 20 minutes locked in the bathroom felt like years. 
and the shame keeps me from talking to anyone about it. I moved across the country to be with him, so I'm all alone. No friends or family here. He woke me up the next morning with kisses and breakfast and has been doing a lot lately. Probably the guilt. He even bought me flowers for the first time ever, after me hinting at wanting them for years. He thought my quiet crying was out of happiness. He even brought up buying a house for us, something with enough space for potential future children. I'm still going through the motions, making his breakfast and protein shake every day, packing his lunch, making sure dinner is almost ready when he comes home from the gym. What makes me the angriest is that I really, genuinely thought he wouldn't do something like this. He watched his father cheat on his mother and father children out of their marriage, all while she struggled with infertility her entire life. My partner isn't her biological son and never had her own. She dedicated her life to the two of them and passed away of ovarian cancer shortly before we met. Sometimes I think about whether she regretted staying with her husband or not. We have a small shrine in her honor and something makes me look at and expect guidance. I love the man she raised and hate the one her husband did, but they are both him. And he's a grown-ass man more than capable of self-control. So I decided to walk away. Next week, my car will be picked up and shipped back home. And I got first-class tickets for me and my dog on his dime. They come back home from work and everything I brought will be gone, along with me. The only thing I think I might regret is not somehow being able to see his reaction when he walks through the door and realizes what's going on. LOL. So then OP added additional comments on that particular post, which gave some more information if you like. So the first one said, I personally don't believe in closure. I got all that I needed when I realized he was untrustworthy. The next one says, woke up randomly in the middle of the night and he's up to no good was all I could think about. I sleep like a literal baby and never ever wake up like that. Took his phone and locked myself in the bathroom while he was asleep and found it all. I do, but I think it would make a difference for me. His entire relationships with the affair partners was lies. Everything from his name, age, college degree, occupation, city, height, and dick size. He even told one he was married and his wife was pregnant with twins. I almost had a heart attack thinking I was an affair partner too and he had a family out there somewhere. Next comment says, you are right. I've been considering just leaving a sticky note with a list of all the different girls' names and the apartment key beside it. Simple and effective. Next one says, seven of them to be precise. I'll have to rush and get out within a certain time frame, but I might just settle for shrimp in the curtain rods. He's really sensitive to smells, lol. The next one says, and it's not like us moving here has been easy on me. I've experienced more discrimination here than I have my entire life and he knew it. That and how I only have one living relative and we're not on speaking terms. He could have just said he wasn't happy. I have a home that's paid off in another state. It's not like I would have no place to go and I was his burden. No screenshots, but he'll know. I try to update on Thursday and thank you for the well wishes. And the final comment, I'm an American, but my parents are from Nigeria and El Salvador. Opie then added another post saying I lied to my boyfriend every day and saved the money he gave me. Almost every day, my boyfriend sends me money for lunch, gas, something. I thought he was just really kind. Turns out he was cheating and giving me money made him feel less guilty. As though he didn't beg me to move across the country with him where I know no one. Once I found out, I wanted to immediately confront him but was scared of the outcome since the apartment was only in his name and again, I know no one here. 
Now I just save every dime of what he sends to be able to pay for the $3,000 moving fees to go back home without hurting my own pocket too much. Breaking my heart, destroying my ability to trust and scaring me off from men I can handle. But messing with my finances? Nah, never. The transport company is coming next Wednesday to take my car and my plane tickets for me and my dog have been bought. Gonna keep up my happy act and do the usual cooking of dinner and scrubbing his back and poof on Wednesday like I never knew him. It's the only form of revenge I could do that wouldn't haunt me. Good riddance. Edit. A few asked for details. There's seven plus other women. Everything he told them was a lie. Name, age, height, city, occupation, all of it. The only common denominator was that he bought us all the exact same lingerie set for his birthday in January and specifically requested I hang it up in our closet where it's viewable. Forgiveness is not on the table. He'll be surprised, but I doubt he'll be hurt. Someone asked how long the trip was and OP replied it saying it's a 3,600 mile trip. It cost me even more to drive because my car uses premium grade and I'd have to stop at hotels, pay pet fees at them, etc. Auto transport fees during an inflation. Shipping my car is $1,600 alone and I may have splurged an extra $200 to fly back in first class, lol. The rest is for paying for drivers, bus fees and packers and because there's no way I'd be able to clear out everything I bought in 9 hours by myself. OP continues, I'll be single again pretty soon and I'm looking forward to it but also not. Like yay. I finally can cook when, how I want to and don't have to split chores and can do everything on my own my way. But that's the only good part. I've been on my own since I was 16 and I've turned out mostly fine. I've paid off house and car, cute dog, debt free and I'm finishing up my master's degree at 25. It could be worse. But I'm lonely. I'm not on speaking terms with my family and I had a huge fallout with my lifelong friends a couple of years ago. I haven't tried making friends since because part of me hopes that one day I can find a way to fix that friendship. Plus, I'm moving around so much that making friends is pointless. I'm not good at long distance anything. I never prided myself on romantic relationships. Sure, they're cool, but a loving group of women was always where I found the most peace and understanding and that's what I want the most. I guess I'm just going through things right now and I really wish I had people I trust to talk to. Friend breakups hurt the most. So then some of the comments were questioning OP's financial status at their age. And so OP goes on to say, neither. I lived with my friends and their parents until college started. Already had a scholarship, just worked three jobs until I was 22 and lived frugally. All your ideas and assumptions were actually very on point. The house is in a small town in North Carolina. and was a 70K foreclosure with enough space for me to rent out other rooms. I was young and dumb when I got it on a whim, but it was my best investment so far. The house was a 70k foreclosure and is four bed, four bath. I was a golf caddy, gentleman's club bartender, and occasional hostess, and notary signing agent, along with selling stationary items on Etsy. Also, my scholarships paid for quite a bit of my home in general. They never specified what kind of housing for them, just housing. I lived in one room and rented out the other three. Opie then goes on to question about there being a thin line between love and hate and how their previous relationship made her realize that, which said, I found out my boyfriend of almost four years was cheating. We lived together for two years and I'm leaving him tomorrow. He just doesn't know yet and won't until after I'm gone. As mad as I am, as betrayed as I feel, I still love him. All I really want is to wake up tomorrow and this all be a nightmare. I don't enjoy this slice of reality. That the person I love the most has looked me in the eye and lied to me for who knows how long. 
and every time I do it, I'm left wondering how many times he did it. How many times did he wine, dine and fuck other women and come home to me? How many times have I been the stupid girlfriend who trusted her boyfriend blindly? How many times have I been some woman's laughing stock? Did he fuck us back to back? Did his friends know? Did they look me in my fucking eye and really not say anything? Did he love them? How many times did he tell me he loved me and meant it? When did he stop meaning it? Did he ever even mean it the first time? I'm not a master manipulator, unlike him. I'm just composed because I've never had any other choice. Emotions got you beat or worse when it came to my parents and I'm more than aware I have a shitload of trauma to unpack, but I can't. Not in self-pity, woe is me, it's too hard, but no. I probably just can't. Therapists here are wildly westernized and once I start with a story list, they'll probably just charge me double, maybe triple. And the last time I tried, he kept trying to convince me I enjoyed my own assault. Maybe I got cheated on because I'm emotionally inept. My intimacy levels are quite limited. The few times he asked about my childhood, I either A, brushed him off or B, told him one thing I thought wasn't that bad and he was so shocked I held out on the actual bad parts. And that's where the hate comes in. He knows what it's like to grow up feeling unwanted. He knows what it's like to lose your parents young. He knows what it's like to feel like your entire life has been a horrible event after horrible event. But he still did this to me and I don't know how he could. I could never cheat on anyone, let alone someone who shared such personal things with me. I haven't so much as made eye contact with another man since we met. Other people were just other people and we were us. I don't know. I just don't see being able to date again. I had deep-seated trust issues long before this and growing old by myself with 30 cats genuinely sounds nice. Hell, great even. At least I won't always be wondering when the betrayal will come. OP continued to update their post, which says the transport company came and picked up my car. Sold whatever big furniture I brought for low prices. Took his dog to the park and played with him a bit. Got him a dog cupcake and took him back to the apartment. Movers started coming for the rest of my stuff and I hadn't prepared for our property manager thinking we were both moving out and we hadn't given them the required vacancy notice. She came to talk to me right as my Uber was coming and I told her what was going on. Unfortunately, they'd already called him because only his name is on the lease. He called and texted me a few times, but I haven't replied. His workday won't be over for a couple of more hours. I left my apartment keys and anything he's ever bought for me that I hadn't sold already. Didn't feel like taking that stuff with me. While packing, I remembered we bought a pet camera that shoots treats on the entertainment center and turned it back on. I promised myself I'd disconnect from it by midnight tomorrow but I have my own predictions about how he'll react and I just know for sure. Yeah, just fucked up. Sue me, lol. I actually forgot to leave a note and was running out of time before my Uber came and just left the lingerie set he was so obsessed with on the bed. He'll figure out eventually, or not. I'm at the airport now with my dog and just waiting on my flight. I wish I could say that I feel free, but I don't, just tired. Thank you all for the well wishes and thank you more to all of the other women who reached out with similar stories. I think I might have caved and stayed if you all hadn't. To which someone questioned, what did he say on the text when they informed him that things were being moved out? OP replied saying, just that he got a call from property management and asked if I ordered something big and if anything was going on. Pet cam update. Update, I turned it on for about 10 minutes after I got back to my home and unpacked. He wasn't there, but everything was a mess. There was a hole in the wall, 
Furniture flipped over, papers everywhere. The kitchen looked like a tornado went through it. I deleted all my other social media accounts but didn't block his number. The first two days, he called me over 200 times. Lots of novel-ass text messages and him admitting to some shit I didn't even know about yet. Quite a few calls from his dad and friends too. I didn't reply to any of them. OP says his dad is an even bigger piece of shit than he is and probably killed his wife, lol. I have no interest in reaching out to him or any of the people we mutually knew, but thank you. OP also talks about their ex and how they talked about an open relationship. So OP says, I asked my ex about an open relationship before just because I saw him liking half-naked pictures on Instagram and wanted to gauge his response and make sure we're still on the same page. This was a pretty big assumption, but it's obvious he had more than just this reason to end it. Edit, it made sense to me at the time. He was breaking a clear boundary. I had previously made and his behavior was embarrassing. We had two different ideas of partnership. It wasn't until I asked that and got my answers did I realize. Opie continues, because at the time it didn't make sense to me why else she would look at other people like that. These weren't models or influencers, but local women, some that we knew. Plus, it made it embarrassing to be seen with him in public and felt gross. Like OP, I found it more suitable to be single than with someone who thought it was appropriate. But I made sure I asked questions first. And then OP finishes her story off with some advice to another poster who says, I literally recently did the exact same thing and we're around the same age, relationship the same length and men of the same age. You, me. But I'll play devil's advocate. I stayed for an extra two months to get as much out of him as possible, but I didn't ever confront him about the cheating. It really depends on your self-control and level of self-awareness. It was easy for me to pour out the toxicity in that one place and cut contact and stop all of my behavior right then. Moving on to another healthy relationship will be hard if you do it or hard if you don't. Finding out you were cheated on and lied to for that amount of time isn't easy to move on from either way. Personally, I'm away from my ex and haven't spoken a word since I ghosted him. I don't feel bad at all, nor do I have any regrets, but again, I know my flaws extremely well. However, I think yours is a bad decision solely on the fact it brings you closer to him and not further away. And this is one of those different posts where you get someone's most inner feelings, almost like a diary in some ways. And I really appreciate hearing that sometimes, hearing someone's thought process while they go through these events. And the only thing I would have loved to have heard at the end of this is how they are doing now. Now that they're back home and are they moving on? Has things changed in their lives? Are they doing better? I'm kind of sad not to hear that at the end, to be quite honest. But seven partners. He cheated with seven other people. I know cheating is absolutely awful, but it always pops into my mind when I think, who the bloody hell has got the time for that kind of stuff? And again, I know that is not the point whatsoever. It just always pops in my I think who the hell has got the time to the mind games as well to be cheating with seven people. I know it might not have been simultaneously or it might have been separate, but still a juggle. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. And again, just before we do get into these next couple of stories, these were a couple from two days ago now, the 26th of September. So if you do recognize the story, you just might want to skip it, which will probably be the end of the video for you right now. But I did want to include them because a bunch of you said that you missed the video. So here it is. Now, before we do get into today's stories, there is mentions of overdose and death as well. So if you do want to skip this story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are down in the description and let's crack on with it. And this one is from a throwaway account who says my wife told her friends she settled for me. We have a perfect marriage. We've been together for nine years, married for four. We rarely fight. We're often intimate and we go out on date nights, send memes to each other, the works. Recently, we got news that her ex-boyfriend overdosed and passed away. Now, my wife has no connection to him, so we expressed our condolences to his family over text and nothing more. She often goes out with her friends and I always let her. I have no problem with it because I used to trust her 100%. I had to work late, so I told my wife that if she wants, she can call her friends over to our place since I wouldn't be around. Well, the rains were heavy and our office was told to leave early because some light flooding was taking place on the roads. I reached home and I could tell her friends were there, so I quietly went to our room unnoticed. Everyone was speaking quite loudly though, so I could hear a lot and the ex-boyfriend came up in conversation. My wife said that four years into our relationship, she got a call from her ex-boyfriend, who lived in a trailer, offering to help her see the world. She said she had a bag packed and was ready to leave, but in the end decided not to and settled for the stability I was giving her. I didn't know about any of this. She never told me and she says that apparently she settled for me. One of her friends asked her if she ever regretted her choice. She said that she used to, but not recently. I guess that's it, right? I'm not unstable enough for her to be attracted to me. She has to settle for someone like me. That one word just keeps revolving in my head. I slipped out the house and went to a cafe to gather my thoughts, but got a call from her asking me where I was, that I was due home half an hour ago. I went back and she greeted me with a hug and a kiss as always, but I wasn't really into it and she asked me why my mood was off. I mumbled something like stress from work and went to bed skipping dinner and our usual alone time. Except I couldn't sleep. I woke up a few hours later into the night and sat in the balcony just thinking about how I'm not good enough for her, about how I'm sure she doesn't love me. I know she loves me a little, but even for that, I have no guarantee. It's the next day now. I didn't sleep much last night and wife's still asleep. I didn't tell anyone anything about what she said because I just can't. What do I do here, guys? Should I even talk to her? Divorce? Is there any hope for us moving forward? Does she even want to move forward? I don't know. I'm sorry for how jumbled up this is. My head is not really in the right place now. And straight away, all I can say is, I think the only way you're going to move forward with this is to talk to her about it. I mean, you've been together for nine years. 
And if you just sit there and don't say anything, this is just going to eat you up. It's going to cause resentment and it will damage your relationship in the end. Anyway, I think that would be an absolutely bloody awful thing to hear. Being in the other room and hearing that, you know, she had her bags packed and was ready to go. That would really hurt and be super painful for me anyway, trying to think of if I was in that situation. And so I'd have to have that conversation because I can't see any other way forward. And many of the first comments were just saying, go talk to her, needs to be spoken about. But embarrassed advice says, damn, it's the part where OP mentioned her saying she used to regret but hasn't recently. Like how long ago was she thinking this? A conversation is definitely needed. First telling her what you heard. I honestly hope she has reasonable explanations for this, but I can understand why this hurts you. This is a lot. I honestly see how you're questioning everything, but don't jump to any extremes like some comments suggest. Pancho says death can conjure up all kinds of emotions. What might have been, the road less traveled, etc. There's no point in voiding the conversation. Sit down with your wife, explain that you heard what she said and talk it out with her. An ocean pigeon says, sounds like you really love your wife and that's respectable. But when people are satisfied with their lives, they often take for granted what they already have. I'm not sure if what she said to her friends were just in the moment or she genuinely believes it. But the easiest way is just to confront her. You can start with some basic questions like, are you happy with me? Are you happy with the life we currently have? See how she responds. If she does not give you a satisfactory answer, tell her you overheard what she said to her friends and it fucking hurts. Tell her to imagine a life without you and that if she settled for you, that you two simply aren't operating on the same level of mutual respect you thought you were and that perhaps it is time to rethink the consequences of her actions. The old saying is, every now and then, you gotta show your dog the end of the stick to let it know what's up. Obviously not saying your wife is a dog, but you get the metaphor. Witty Titty says, it sounds like she was selling a drama to her friends. I see people do this all the time, on top of feeling nostalgic since the dude's death. I don't think she doesn't love you, and I don't think your marriage is over. People on Reddit get all uppity and they tell people to leave their partners, but it's not real life. Talk to your wife and explain that your feelings are hurt. It's going to take time to build back trust, but actions speak louder than words, and she stayed with you for more than one reason. If she truly settled, she'd be high and miserable in an RV right now. And one more comment from I Say Meow Meow 12, who says, let me just say to you that as someone who is in a very toxic childhood environment and relationships, the volatility of the relationships is what makes it exciting, but also heartbreaking. And it's sometimes hard to recognize what a healthy relationship is like. You don't have extreme highs because you don't have extreme lows. I told my friends when I first met my now husband that I didn't know if there was any sparks or butterflies, etc. Now that we've been together for years, I understand that we burn like coals, not fireworks. We are in it for the long run. Perhaps she meant that in the beginning she missed the chaos, but now she realized how blessed she is to have you and that she's settled in now. I wouldn't trade my husband for the world, but in the beginning, I too had doubts about whether or not he was really the one. Just speak to her and ask her what she meant and say that it was incredibly hurtful to hear. The fact she decided to stay when he messaged means she recognized she didn't want that kind of toxicity in her life anymore. It's like a drug addict saying they won't do drugs anymore, but they can still miss it. So then OP comes in with the update, which says, I made the post the other day about my wife saying something jarring. Some people asked for an update and here it is. Well, immediately after the revelation, 
First, I drove to a nearby town and took two days just for me and my thoughts. I called in sick from work and told my wife I was visiting a cousin. I then read all the comments you guys had for me. I really wanted to reply to some, but the thread was locked. But I nevertheless read each one and it was a lot of mixed advice. Everyone was advising me to talk to her, but everyone had different views on what to say to her. Some said to just ask for a divorce. Some said, ask her what she meant. Some defended her and told me I misunderstood everything. I decided to go for the middle option. Yesterday, I finally confronted her about it. I walked in and she came up to me for a hug, but I didn't really give her one back. She asked me what was wrong and I told her we had to have a talk. I sat her down. She could tell I was sad and worried and I asked her if she was happy with me. She said that of course she was. I asked her if she loved me and if she had done so through the entire course of our relationship. She looked confused and said of course she did and asked me where this was coming from. I told her that I heard her with her friends a few days ago. I heard how she was willing to leave me after four years to be with her ex and how she claimed to have settled for me. She teared up and said she didn't mean it like that, to which I asked how she meant it. She said that by settled for, she didn't mean that she thought she could do better and was dating down, but that she made up her mind to stay with me because I was the better person. I told her that four years into our relationship, there shouldn't have been that question in the first place and brought up the fact that she said she had a bag packed. She started crying and said that was an exaggeration on her part, that she only considered it and that was in a moment of weakness when we were having a fight and we were briefly on a break. Her ex called her because he heard about our fight through a friend and they spoke on the phone for about an hour in which he flirted with her, put me down and offered to show her the world. She said she had a choice between going with her ex or reconciling with me and she chose me because she loved me and always will said that four years ago, she was a weaker person, that I made her stronger and better. I then brought up the fact that she said she regretted it but hadn't done so recently. I asked her what she meant by recently. She said that she regretted her choice for only a month after the offer was made because she had thoughts about what could have been, but stopped when she realized she had the best moments of her life with me. I asked her if anything happened between her and anyone else through the course of our relationship to which she said that she never cheated on me and never will and I believe her. We were both crying at this stage and we just hugged and sat together. She apologized for what she said and what she was like five years ago. I apologized for listening in on private conversations without telling her and for doubting that she loved me. I'm really happy that it was nothing but a misunderstanding and I'm glad we're able to come out stronger. Some people mention that I should get a DNA test for the kids, but we don't have any kids, so that's not a problem. Also, she mentioned possibly having survivor's guilt, so we're going to look into that too. Thank you for everyone who commented and DM'd me. Your advice was really appreciated. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you feel if you was in OP's position? Would you see it in a completely different way? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Biogal2175 who says, am I the asshole for refusing to wear jumpers in my shared flat kitchen? It says, hey, so I know the title is vague, but let me elaborate. I've moved into a uni flat of eight recently. It's been really good overall. We all get along very well, except for this one small issue. So all three boys in the flat have girlfriends and they've been staying a lot. Absolutely fine, of course. Two of them are really lovely and basically like extra flatmates. 
The other one, let's call her M, seems to have an issue with me, and I don't know why. Our halls are very hot and retain heat, so a lot of us girls will wear tank tops, slash shorts, etc. However, whenever I've been wearing a tank top in the kitchen whilst eating or cooking, she's asked if I could please cover up and wear a jumper or a baggy t-shirt. Now, it's not like I'm always wearing tank tops. I do also wear t-shirts, but when it's really hot, like it is right now, and when I'm doing laundry, I'll just wear a tank top. Without getting graphic, I do have quite big boobs, and whilst my tank tops aren't fully V-line or whatever, cleavage does show. All the other girls in my flat wear the same tops, but they have a smaller chest, so less cleavage, I guess. I'm guessing that's why the issue is only with me. Thing is, we're all friends. I would never ever try anything with anyone's boyfriend. I would never do anything with a flatmate anyway, so I don't see why me showing a bit of cleavage should be an issue. I put a jumper on the first time just to avoid drama, but now she's asked me again and again, and I've refused. All the girls but one in the flat agree with me. The one that doesn't just says maybe cover up to keep the peace, but I'm the one paying rent to stay here. Not the girlfriend, so I don't see why I shouldn't be able to chill in my own home. Anyways, please be honest. Am I the asshole? Now this one came across as a very very simple one to me and that's not the arsehole you pay rent she's a guest in your place she doesn't have to be there of course you're not going to be the arsehole in this situation and you certainly don't have to be uncomfortable by boiling yourself in a jumper just for her insecurity so again i will say it not the arsehole dana says not the arsehole she's a guest in your home if she has an issue her boyfriend is welcome to go to her place instead it isn't rocket surgery, says not the arsehole. Repeat after me. Your insecurities are not my problem, especially within the place where I pay rent and you are a visitor. Maybe suggest she gets a blindfold for herself or her boyfriend, but that's just me being petty. Be Love Dunn says, ask her to explain why you and only you have to cover up. Make her stand on all 10 toes in that insecurity. Hold a mirror to it. Let it sink in. Not the arsehole. 21st century Jane says, not the arsehole. You don't need to be body shamed in your own home. Cleavage is a fact of life. You have no reason to hide it. Also, like everyone else has said, she doesn't even live there. She's out of line telling you how to dress. Tell her that when she starts paying rent, you can talk about it, but the answer will be no then too. And one more from Bringing the Clowns 1, who says, not the arsehole. The next time she does this, say loudly, why are you fixated on my body? Then keep going. Why are you sexualizing my body? While she's spluttering, proceed with the your obsession with my body is making me feel uncomfortable. I would like you to stop coming to my home and to stop fixating on my body. Follow up with, you know your behavior is not normal. You continuously fixate on other people all the time. Follow up with the boyfriend. She needs to learn to mind her own business. Don't you find it disturbing that she trusts you so little around other people that she's fixating on them and trying to make them cover up? If she gets all defiant, then I'd straight up ask the boyfriend in front of her if he's attracted to me. When he responds that he's not, I'd say, see, problem doesn't exist. Then direct snark at the girlfriend and tell her to stop obsessing over your body because her behavior is not normal and everyone is sick of her drama. So then OP did add an edit and an update. So we cover the edit first, which says, wow, did not expect this to blow up the way it did. Thanks so much for everyone for replying and for reassuring me that I'm not the asshole in this situation. I just felt bad about causing conflict in the flat, but I've realized from all your comments that it's not me causing it. 
Also, some of these comments were hilarious. I've shown one of my flatmates and she was pissing herself. But the misogynistic comment saying me wearing tank tops is asking to be looked at by my male flatmates, please kindly F off and try and educate yourself and grow out of that shitty mindset. I'm going to talk to the girlfriend later. We'll let you know how it goes. So the update then comes in. For anyone interested, thought I'd give a little update. So she came into the kitchen and sure enough asked me to wear a jumper again and was very tempted to be petty and try some of the things you guys suggested, lol. But I know it's probably due to her own insecurities, so I sat her down and said at the end of the day, I live here, so I can wear what I want. My boobs are not something to be sexualized and if you can't trust your boyfriend, that's your problem, etc, etc. I tried to be nice about it as I hate confrontation and just wanted to move on, but then she started crying and left. Two minutes later, her boyfriend comes in and just asks what happened. He was very nice about it, wasn't being accusatory or anything. I explained to him the whole situation and he apologized to me on her behalf and his for her putting me in the situation in the first place, which I appreciated. He then went to talk to her and I think after a lot of back and forth, they broke up because he didn't want to be with someone who couldn't trust him and was acting like that. It's sad because he really did love her. He was obsessed with her in a not creepy way but she obviously has issues to work through herself and i hope she does but yeah looks like i can continue wearing what i want in the kitchen thanks for everyone who commented and now i'm going to turn this one to you guys what do you guys make of this situation what would you have done if you was in op's position let us know your thoughts down in the comments below but what do you guys make of today's collections of stories? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below if you have a moment of your time to do so. Just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved. It really does mean the world. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face. Throw my clothes on, start my day Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows Okay, I know that's a damn Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby It's me, Kiki Palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.